There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, welcome to In The Pink, sponsored by Bose. Stay home, stay healthy, stay connected. Well, hello, Rosie. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> and here we are hello. in the Hello offices. Um, thank you for your time this morning. Um, so here we are, sitting in HQ, as it were. Yeah, and you've been here, South what? Bank. South Bank. On a cold but sunny mm. winter's morning. Um, You've been here, what, close to a decade? Over now, yeah, nearly 12 years. No way. Yes, I know, it's bizarre. When you're doing a magazine every week, something happens to your idea of time, I think. It just goes super fast. Well, that's the same as being a mum, I think, isn't it? <laughs> that's true. The yeah. days are long, Incredible. the years are short. Yeah. 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 And, and, and would you, is this what kind of you envisaged 10 years mm. ago that you would be editor-in-chief of this, this beautifully glossy magazine? Oh, it's funny. I'd worked in women's magazines for a long time. I actually started my career, hilariously enough, at Barbie magazine. Oh, way. Yeah. Well, I used to edit and write and kind of put the whole magazine together, really. It was just me and a designer. Um, so I've slowly sort of gone up in age from there. I went to teen magazines after Barbie, to Bliss magazine, and then a magazine called Looks, um, and then to New Woman, and then Red, Glamour, and Grazia, and then finally Hello. So I'll probably end up at The Lady or Saga at some point <laughs> <laughs> later in my career. But I found my spiritual home, I think, at Hello. Yeah. I really, really love it, as you can tell, because I've been here for so long. Yeah. And we're all about sort of building trusted, long-term relationships with people, and that's why we get, you know, to cover these sort of great moments in their lives. Yeah. Their weddings. We featured your wedding you in did. Hello. Yeah. Um, first pictures of their babies, homes. I mean, all of that sort of content is still works really well for we're still oh, yeah. really strong on the newsstand yeah and I want to talk more about your approach to the people that you feature um, later in the podcast yeah. just back to the Barbie thing mm. um, so <laughs> take take this in the, the way that it's meant yeah. you look a bit like a Barbie oh, the traditional no. said the beautiful body and the gorgeous blonde blonde hair but one thing that's really struck me having bought a number of Barbies for Willow because yeah. that's her current obsession mm. At three and a half. A lot, I love what they've done yeah. with Barbies. I've yeah, got I have she's to bought say. every single type of Barbie and yes. Willow loves it. I did feel slightly conflicted actually when I was there at the time because that was quite a long time ago now. Um gosh, probably like twenty five years ago. Um, scarily. Yeah. Or twenty years ago. Um <laughs> and we 
Mattel, who owned the Barbie license, would have to approve everything that was written. And the amount, the degree to which they had the psyche of the doll kind of worked out was really quite terrifying. So they would, I'd send them the copy and they'd say things like, Rosie in paragraph three, you've got Barbie says, excuse me. Well, Barbie would say, pardon me. So change that bit. What's the and it really, it was just to do with, you know, the way that they had worked out her personality right. and how she would speak and everything, the minutest detail about her. But I did feel slightly conflicted in that, you know, I wanted her to be an empowering figure. It's a very responsible position, really, to create a magazine for young girls at a formative age. So it was always sort of my mission when I was there to make sure that she was brave and inspiring and powerful and would be the boss, you know, rather than the assistant to the boss and and seeing what I could get past Mattel. But I think they've taken huge steps now to modernise her and certainly the diversity that you see within within the doll now is so much better. Come a long way. It really has. And um, there's a, I'm trying to think what they call Barbie fashionistas and she's, Willow's got them of all different shapes and sizes. They've got a Barbie in a wheelchair now. Yes. They've got yeah. um, Barbies with these fabulous hair, like frozen, that yes. she can plait their hair. Yeah. And, and it's great. And, you know, yeah, not a moment too soon, I suppose. No, um, no. But interesting how you talk about kind of growing with the magazines that yeah, you've gone through. They've kind of chart, they've charted your life in a way, hasn't it? Yes, and I think at a time when I worked in uh, teen magazines, at Bliss magazine, and a uh, magazine that I used to read when I was a teenage girl, um, I worked there at a time when celebrity was sort of becoming a big thing in the magazine world. So how long and personalities. So that was probably, gosh, I've been at Hello for 12 years. That was probably like 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, and at a time when, yeah, celebrity was beginning to sell. It was less about having models on the front cover and sort of this image of a model sort of being this thin kind of perfect body. I mean, we've come a million miles away from that now as well. Mm. Um, but people were engaging with personality, so having a recognised face on the front, um, somebody with a life story that you could relate to. Um, I remember, you know, people like Kelly Osborne were on the cover of the magazine at the time the Osbournes was really huge. And Julia Stiles was a big Hollywood actress. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I got to interview lots of those people and decided to go down the celebrity editor sort of route. So I kind of started building up my little black book then um, and doing interviews with people because I've always loved meeting people and hearing their stories. And you have met an extraordinary amount of people. Uh, You touched on it before, trust is such an important thing in what you do. Um, How have you managed to sort of maintain that when in some ways it must go against the the journalist in you that wants to go for a good scoop but Mm. you don't want to ever feel like you're exploiting exposing somebody against their will well that's it and I think there when almost when I started at hello there was a feeling here that we were a bit of a soft touch Mm. and that we were like the nice publication and I kind of thought well we don't need to be embarrassed by this or apologetic about it or kind of ashamed in some way. We need to own this area. Mm. And that doesn't mean that we don't ask difficult questions in the interviews or tackle sensitive subjects, but we will work with the personality because they know that the environment we provide, they can trust. Um, and, and so often, you know, stars might come to us in a difficult moment when they feel that something inaccurate has been written about them because they know that Hello will tackle it in a kind way. Mm. So I think kindness has really become our thing and I feel really passionately about, you know, us being a kind publication mm. and celebratory and positive. Mm. And I think there's a big, you know, we need that in our lives. You know, there's a lot of insecurity 
and worries about the wider world and if hello can take you out of that for a bit you know into a positive space um then then that's a great thing that we're doing yeah here sets you apart really in many it ways does, yeah and it's been our great strength mm. um we launched our hello to kindness campaign last year which we felt was really important to make a stand that was kind of about the online world there was a lot of negativity especially going on in royal circles aimed at the two duchesses Duchess of cambridge and duchess of sussex and we felt that we needed to make a stand and say that we don't think it is okay to post negative comments and there was a lot of racist comments, sexist comments, really some horrendous things mm. going on online. And our team were having to spend a substantial amount of time blocking people, you know, deleting comments. So we made a stand and said, this doesn't have a place in our world. Um, so I think kindness, yeah, we, we've got more plans for it this year. We're really making that our thing. And it's made my job feel really meaningful as I really care about it. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, when you kind of block someone on Twitter, um, I think I've only done it once, actually, because it was getting quite threatening. And I was yeah. like, this, is, this isn't cool. And I tried to address it. And, yeah. But anyway, it sometimes feels like you're putting a plaster over a sore. The, the problem isn't going away. You're just sort of burying it slightly deeper yeah. and and presumably with your campaign this is kind of like a grassroots and you know from the ground up mm. initiative that you hope will maybe change the the, the national psyche but, but what, what I, this is the bit i don't get yeah. like why do you think people think it's okay to troll yeah well i think there's this idea that the online world isn't real life to some extent and I mean, it's really crazy the way social media has changed all of our lives, really. Um, but I think it's reminding people that the online world has become such a part of our daily life and our real life that you can't see the two as separate anymore. They are intrinsically linked. This is part of our lifestyle and it's not going anywhere mm. in the foreseeable future so that you mustn't say something to somebody online that you wouldn't say to them to their face in the mm. street so it's mm. reminding people just to think twice to sort of stop before you post mm. and do you think that there's anything that you know that people assume that celebrities are in some way immune to this that they're protected yes. that they that impervious to that the, the pain of a, a com uh, an insult or comment mm, like that. Yeah, perhaps. And perhaps they don't think that they're... And all they think that they're in such a kind of, you know, special sort of position that mm. really, you know, it, it, it can't hurt them. I, I don't know. Mm. But, and, but also, there are bots and kind of... We don't actually know whether there is a real person at the end of that comment anyway. Um, but, but how does that even work? How yeah. how does a negative comment come from a bot? I actually I know. don't know. Well, they're like these whole kind of bot farms, supposedly, aren't there, in Russia, um, that are all kind of computer generated. To but, but churning negative out negativity. Comments. Yeah, I mean, it's what, terrifying. I think to, to what the end? social media companies are trying to clamp down on them. Um, I know it's bizarre. I don't fully understand that word. No, um, but to, it's horrible actually. to think we have to develop like this thick skin, mm. you know, and to protect our children from sort of entering into that online world yeah. that and bullying that goes on. It's it's really nasty. So I think just that simple measure of asking people to just think twice before yeah. you post. But maybe these people aren't the kind of people to think twice. No. Maybe, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe yeah. we're expecting too much. Do you, do you also think that there's an um, element of truth that they that they see this uh, perceived per perfection mm -hmm. and it in some way makes them in their narrow mm. mind feel better about their crappy lives mm -hmm. if if someone who's so beautiful and so perfect and so privileged perhaps isn't 
quite you know got it all or together a chink in that exactly perfect armor perhaps i mean that's horrible isn't it it's a really sort of sad state of affairs yeah. that you could imagine people yeah. thinking like that especially when it wouldn't ever come you know across your mind it feels mm. so alien mm. um but i think it social media you know there has been this sort of presentation of a perfect life and i think mm. it's really important that people try to show all aspects of their life because otherwise we're trying to live up to these ridiculous ideals of perfection mm. that just mm. don't really exist and it, can you do that with a magazine like hello because mm. obviously you want to it's a it's a beautifully glossy magazine it's got yeah. beautiful pictures in it and it is a very positive magazine yeah. can you be positive and realistic yeah i think you can that's really important that we are but as i say that's a lot to do with the kind and trusted environment that we provide so often you might see a beautiful shoot of a mother presenting her first child and it's a gorgeous baby shoot but you read that interview and she's talking about the struggle that she had to get there mm. you know the miscarriages the fears of fertility but she's doing that to give hope to other women mm. and doing it only with hello because she feels safe in the environment that we provide so it all does come back to that sort of trusted relationship and being a positive space yeah yeah i do i do always feel it's and not always perfect so no I mean that that's that's yeah. definitely true. You can be happy without being perfect. Yeah. I suppose that's the point, isn't yes. it? And you're the conduit for that. Um, yeah, just from my own experience with you, it definitely feels like you don't stitch people up. And it, mm. I think there's just this widespread mistrust of journalists that they're yeah. always going to just twist your words yeah. and just take them out of context and spin mm. them for the sake of clickbait or whatever it is. Yeah. And that in turn, you go, whoa, 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 I didn't mean it like yes. that. And you know I didn't yeah. mean it like that, but you've chosen to spin mm. it that way anyway. But similarly, we are journalists, you know, and it mm. is our jobs to kind of push to get the best story because mm. we don't want our readership, you know, we're doing this for our audience so that they feel there's really real value in buying hello every week. Yeah. Yeah. But we, I don't want them to sit there and think, well, why didn't they ask that huge question, you know, the elephant in the room? We yeah. will always go there, yeah. but we will work with the person to find a way to do it that everybody feels comfortable with so yeah. that we feel that they really have been able to open up. So I'll give you an example where you didn't stitch me up, which I'll never forget. You, oh, might, not, okay. you might not even know you did yeah. this. But um, I was at Goodwood, at, oh, yes. uh, but it was at the race. It wasn't Festival of Speed. It was the it was Glorious Goodwood, the oh, horse yes. races. And yeah. I was with Sarah. Yeah. And we were lucky enough to go and talk to Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. And um, Tom Cruise, turns out, is a massive F1 fan. Oh, yeah. Which is kind of Amazing. bonkers. And he was talking to me about... Um, the tyre compound choice from the Belgian Grand Prix. Right. I mean, that's kind of just how technical he got. Gosh. But he was so charming and he was so interested yes. in ridiculously my opinion of the tyre compound in Belgium. Yeah. Anyway. You know about the tyre uh, compound in Belgium. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, no, I mean, listen. <laughs> don't, yeah. I don't actually know what that means. There, were, anyway. well, there might be a few people that listen to this podcast and go, well, I know all about the tyre yes. compound in Belgium. Yeah. But trust me, it's not that exciting. Okay. Um, anyway, um, there was some paparazzi behind him and they were shouting for him to turn around and have his picture taken. Mm. But of course he was politely, well not politely, he was just ignoring them. Yeah. And so then they turned their attention to me because they obviously thought I was a soft target. They were going, Natalie, Natalie, make him turn around. I was thinking, I met him 30 seconds ago. I yeah. can't make him turn around. This is really awkward. I, yes. I didn't know what to do. And this is Tom Cruise. And this is Tom Cruise, exactly. And um, so I sort of like awkwardly laughed or something. And the next day, now listen, I'm probably looking too deeply into it, but the next day they printed this picture of me. Who did? Of, like, the Daily Mail. Oh, yes. And 
I was sort of putting this ridiculous face and my neck was all like Deirdre Barlow oh, from Coronation no. Street. It was all sort of stringy because yeah. I was like, sorry, Deirdre. Oh, a little bit yeah. stressed. Yeah. Um, but I was like, um, I'm doing an impression <laughs> of my neck. You can't see it, listeners. But it it's was all... quite a kind of, yeah, big anyway, scraggy neck. Big scraggy neck. And pulling a ridiculous, horrible sort of like awkward yeah. laughter not a flattering photo. not a flattering picture exactly daily mail obviously printed it yeah um with some ridiculous headline like give us a kiss too or something which oh, obviously no. i never said because he kissed zara yes and then you spun it you you printed the picture but not that picture yeah. and you just wrote something lovely and i thought you know what that's so nice because mm. i just had a crappy experience yeah. of the day and it didn't matter in the whole scheme no. of things about the daily mail thing yeah uh, but, but still, like, it was the way a, you like, could dampener on your day can't it if you well, read it a bit yeah, yeah. And you know what it does but, but you know what? all it does is make me think because I've seen yeah. the way things are spun in my own very, very small way, mm. I therefore don't believe anything yes. I read in certain papers yeah. because I know the spin they put on it. But you don't. You don't yeah. put that spin on it. Well, and also we play the long game. You know, yeah. we know there's no point in just going for like a quick win by post, you know, by posting online or putting in the magazine a photo yeah. of somebody that they are going to hate and that doesn't really serve a real purpose for our audience anyway. Because yeah. then when it comes to their wedding yeah. or a beautiful moment in their lives, they're, they're, not, they're going to remember that and think, well, actually, we won't work with that publication yeah. because I felt that they didn't treat me fairly, fairly that time. Very true. I mean, I'll never forget, I did an interview with The Sun when my first book came out about juggling sort of writing books. And, um, and I jokingly had said, because I had two very young children at the time, oh... And they said, well, how do you kind of fit in the writing? And I said, gosh, I don't know. I'm probably due for a nervous breakdown any time around now. I mean, it was obviously a joke. Yeah, and we yeah. kind of laughed oh, about that. Yeah. It was a lovely female interviewer that we got on really well. And then The Sun printed that with the headline, I'm having a breakdown. And no. my mum saw it and texted me, or one of her friends saw it and said, gosh, is Rosie okay? Oh. And my mum texted me and I went out and got it. And I just couldn't... And I thought, God, me of all people... But I just actually couldn't believe that they would do yeah. that. But it was so clearly a joke. Oh. I mean, it wasn't even really something that you would put in the piece. No. I didn't think. So, I, I mean, I really had my fingers burnt then. And perhaps it was naive of me to think that wouldn't be. But I found yeah, but it don't you find, Especially bizarre. if you're having a nice conversation with someone, you kind of lulled into a false sense of security somewhere. Yes. I've done that you so many times really where... Yeah, God, you I'm do. glad that That's people sad. don't feel like that when they talk to yeah, hello. Very true. Thanks so much for listening to In The Pink. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast you've listened to so far. Please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Check out our Instagram page at in underscore the underscore pink. And you get all the details there about how you can win some of those Bose noise cancelling headphones. And join the community. We're all talking about the various guests that we've had on the podcast and who we'd like to see and hear in the next few weeks. So thank you for joining us. Stay with us. Stay healthy. Stay home. Stay connected with Bose. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.